Accumulate is brought to you by Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares is a local nonprofit led by an advisory board of local teens focusing on helping youth develop positive relationships and creating a culture of physical and mental wellness in the community. Welcome back to I Can Relate. My name is Ellie Johnson. My name is Nikita Hannibal. My name is Lily. I'm Charles Parker. And today we're going to be talking about that very, very important transition from middle school into high school. I know that for me personally, since I'm a junior right now, my freshman year was COVID and everybody was always telling me how important it was going to be transitioning from middle school into high school. But I think that I kind of missed out by not having that crutch year freshman year and I'm currently seeing effects of it into my sophomore and my junior years. So what are your guys' takes on kind of like how COVID affected us moving into high school? So... So I'm also a junior in a similar situation, and I immediately forgot the question. Never mind. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's great. Good job, Lily. You're fine, Lily. I just asked how... Hit the mic. I asked how you think that COVID either negatively impacted or, you know, potentially positively impacted you transitioning from middle school into high school. Do you want to go? Charlie. Oh, all right then. <laughs> Do you have... Okay. My brain's... I'm not remembering right. things. So a while back, I'm driving um, somewhere with Story my time. dad, and we're talking about that terrible period during COVID we all experienced. <clears throat> I was fully online my eighth grade year, and my dad was talking about how um, middle school's a good place to experience your awkward years, and I realized I never had that chance. I had one semester... Of middle school. The next I was online. And then the next entire year I was also online. So when I get back to high school, I have all of my awkward years combined into one year in freshman year. Yeah, I think that that, I also kind of experienced something like that. But more like on the social aspect. So like when COVID shut everything down, like going in from our eighth grade year into our freshman year, like that's like a big social step. Like, that's when you meet, you know, all of our classmates, and, like, that's when you really start building those connections and, like, you know, they say friend groups and, like, getting in with the people that make you feel, like, supported and, you know, make you feel like you belong. I feel like when we missed that with our freshman year, like, we just skipped that completely. So we all ended up coming back sophomore year not knowing a lot about each other, not knowing where we belong, not knowing what group we fit into, and we all just – it left us all confused, quite frankly. I feel like – because of the, like, huge jump from middle school or high school with no actual, like, getting to know each other period, I feel like for me personally, I just became very reclusive and, like, didn't have very many in-person friends, like, at all. I feel like my social skills were very stunted because, like, especially someone who's neurodivergent, like, I already struggle with social cues and I don't understand a lot of it, so that was already something difficult, but... I gotten used to it, but then not having any interaction for two years just threw everything off. Do you think that you would have seen something, like, similar, or do you think that, like, being being separate for two years, like, definitely affected it? Being separate definitely affected it, because when you're learning to, well, specifically with me, I had to learn how to mask my uh, neurodivergency and to act like I was expected to, and you learn that by being around other people and seeing what they're doing. I didn't get that for two years, and now I don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. I feel like that still affects how I socialize now. Nikki, you're in eighth grade, right? Yes. 
Do you think that, like, in eighth grade right now, you're building, like, potential, like, really, like, important connections that you're going to use in high school? Honestly, with friends, yes. With some teachers, maybe. Because I know middle school teachers can have connections with, like, high schoolers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. Um, Also, can I say, you guys are making me feel very young. I feel more like a child than I already am. Because you guys experienced... um. Like, uh, the COVID quarantine when you were, what, eighth grade? Right? Yeah, it was my eighth grade year. Yeah, yeah you ex- you transitioned into middle school during yeah. COVID, right? Yeah. I was just doing the math in my yeah. head. Yeah, I, oh I was wearing God. a mask everywhere, bro. And <clears throat> when I had to be quarantined was the rest of uh, fifth grade and the start of sixth grade. Wow. That's so yeah. I feel us. like a child. You are. Oh, my God. And Jesus. in your weirdo school, sixth grade was part of middle, right? No, actually. Oh. Did you see, like, any effects Six. of, like, sorry, did you see any effects of you being, like, like, in fifth grade and sixth grade? Because, obviously, like, we had a big step from going from middle school to high school, like, oh, yeah. elementary mm-hmm. school to middle school. Mm-hmm. Granted, I s- I'm very much of a, I guess, hyper person. I like to make people laugh. I'm very energetic. I like being around people. But I felt like a child when I first uh, entered seventh grade. Complete another child. I feel like a lot of people still kind of keep that mindset from before quarantine because I feel like everything kind of froze in a lot of people's minds. So I feel like a lot of people still feel like that where they, like, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, I still feel mentally like an eighth grade even though now I'm a junior. It's kind of weird trying to adjust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember much of freshman year because, like, it was just such, like, a dark time. Like, (laughs) we didn't, we weren't able to see our friends. We weren't able to see, like, even, like, family, like, I think that it kind of stunted me walking into high school, like, because, you know, obviously, like, high school's kind of romanticized. Like, we walk into it, and everybody's like, this is going to be the best four years of your life. Like, it's going to be so important. You're going to make so many friends. You're going to make so many memories. And walking into it, having not had a freshman year, I already kind of looked at it in kind of a bad light, like, this really isn't that great. It's not going to get any better. Over quarantine... Because, to be fair, my social life with friends didn't change very much. I'm not a very social person. Mm-hmm. But, like, just not being able to, like, see anybody was very strange. And I feel like, don't know if it's necessarily because of COVID and quarantine or if it's just how my brain was working. But, like, high school so far has been the worst years of my life. And that's obviously not the experience for everybody, but... I feel like it's, uh, like you said, it's very romanticized. It's kind of, for a lot of people, it's the first time they have any sort of autonomy in their life. Mm-hmm. And so it's where a lot of people decide, like, what kind of person they're going to be, what their interests are, who they're going to hang out with, etc. But I feel like for our age group, that very, very, like, was very much reduced because there was not a lot of option with socializing or what we are going to do. I like that you mentioned autonomy because I remember, like, in middle school, like, we didn't, we couldn't do anything. Like, we were always monitored. Like, we couldn't yeah. drive. Like, I've been driving for, what, three years now? I couldn't drive in middle school. There's so many restrictions on everything. And then, like, COVID, like, obviously is, like, when we became freshmen and stuff, we started, like, being able to have, like, you know, more freedoms. Like, you know, curfews get extended. And, like, we get permits. And, like, we get to go, you know, hang out with, like, random people. Like, your parents just start letting you do other things. And then walking into sophomore year and that being, like, amplified even more, I think was just, like, extremely overwhelming for me. And it kind of left me with a lot of, like, not necessarily social anxiety, but, like, anxiety of, like, 
oh, what's going to happen next? Because I'm Mm -hmm. not, you know, in my house where everything's constant every day. Like, you're out in the real world experiencing real things. I've, uh, I've never dealt well with change, so I feel like in the first year of COVID, when I was at home, I was okay with that because everything was the exact same every single day. But as soon as we actually had to start going back to school, I feel like that freaked me out and I didn't know... I feel like I didn't know how I was supposed to do anything anymore. Like, I feel like I didn't have a worth eth- work ethic. I didn't have any of the skills that I previously built for school. I'd forgotten. It just felt weird. Mm-hmm. And then we had so much of a crutch, like, our freshman year. Like, we were, like, online. Like, let's be real. Like, a lot of people were probably, like, cheating and stuff. And, like, we weren't really, like, you know, oh gosh, academically doing, like, you know, what we were supposed to be doing. I struggled so much with online schooling. Same. Yeah. I couldn't. Oh, it was hell. Oh, yeah. No, it was awful. Speaking of Charlie. This man is nodding back there. <laughs> he absolutely agrees. <laughs> yeah, online schooling, mm, yeah, we're not it sucked. built for that. It sucked. I don't have the attention span. <laughs> really oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> anytime, because my teacher, she wanted to do meetings every morning. No, oh, I'm, that's what I was saying. Google meets. I was I was no. notorious for falling asleep in the meeting. I was wake up. I'm the last one there. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh like I would ha- I would I sleep on my side, so I would like have my hand here. Anytime she'd see that and wasn't able to see at least uh, like both my eyes, she would tell me to sit up every time. Yeah, waking up for the Google meets and having like oh my, an, it's horrible. There was like passing periods yes. too. Like we'd have like five minutes in between each class. Like yeah. it was wild, and then we had to be there and like. You know, looking at people through a screen and, like, everybody's on mute. Nobody would talk during those. Yeah. God, I turned off my camera the entire time. (laughs) one class I had where the Google meeting, where they're being required, actually made sense. And that was German because, you know, you can't learn a language reading a a PDF. Ha, Duolingo. But then there are the others. Like that, what was it, a business class or something? Oh, oh, uh, was it? Personal finance. Personal finance. uh, Business Something. Something. Uh, It was... I don't know, but don't know she required business Google business. Meets only on certain days, and every time I was the only person who showed up. <laughs> so mine was really weird. My Spanish teacher, I was in Spanish 2 when quarantine hit. Oh, wait, no, Spanish 1. My teacher didn't require Google Meets. That was really weird. But my orchestra teacher did. Do you know how awful it is playing orchestra online with so many people? It was bad. awful. Everything would overlap. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sorry. Was I was you hear like a trumpet in one ear, like a, uh, I was about to say trumpet. No, like, so, okay, so I remember this too. Our orchestra teacher, we would, okay, one, have to unmute and play solos. Embarrassing. It was, mm. oh, God. And two, she'd have all of us unmute, and then we'd all be playing together, and it was utter chaos because everything would be delayed. So it just sounded horrible. It was so confusing <laughs> like and, like, humiliating. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm just glad they finally learned and stopped requiring It's like a remote control mm-hmm. marching band. Because I think Google Meets were kind of their way to be like, okay, well, we can't just, like, let these kids go be in their houses by themselves. Yes, you can. And, <laughs> okay, well, Screw it's off, not good for development, thing. but. No, it's not good. Yeah, but. we can't leave them to themselves. So, I think Google Meets was kind of their way of being like, we got to keep them social. But it, like, failed miserably. Yeah, it, would feel yeah, like it, it was... also disrupted work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, the Google Meets interrupted uh, me doing the work that I had to, meaning I would miss that work because I would forget about it. Because if I tried to switch tabs, the teachers would get mad that I wasn't paying attention, even though none of this should have been required in the first place. So it's a vicious cycle. I, I try this again, man. wouldn't be able to what focus <laughs> during the meet. And so then I'd have to do the work after. So my entire day was doing schoolwork. And then I would, like, I just didn't have a life outside of doing school, which, to be fair, I didn't before either. But I was like, this is so much worse. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of relate. I really, like, put forward, like, hey, academics during. <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Promo. But, uh, Name drop. <laughs> yeah, no, I really, really, like, prioritized academics and schoolwork to the point that, like, that's, like, all I was doing for a while. And then I walked into high school, and, like, I was still prioritizing academics, obviously, and something hit me where I was, like, okay, it doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> and, like, obviously, I still do good in school, but, like, I kind of started realizing that there's more to high school, there's more to life than just, like, school. sticking my head down and doing the task in front of me. Like, obviously should still put forward effort. Obviously, it's still important to some degree, but, like, it's not your entire life. There's life beyond just high school. Mm-hmm. It took me so many years to realize that. Like, life was my, uh, high school was my entire life for several years. It was awful. What was the topic again? <laughs> <laughs> for audio listeners, um, our our showrunner just decided to take a photo, and we all paused for it. I yeah, I got distracted. I don't know what I was saying. Uh, Nikki, uh, so what's your priority number one in middle school? Priority number one in middle yeah. school to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Fair. that's my rude. that's my goal. Yeah, middle school is a dark time. <laughs> middle school is so much better for high school than me. Oh, God. No, oh high, high school is the time. Like, middle school, I I had my awkward phase uh-huh. in middle school. Yeah. I'm still Again, in an I awkward phase. <laughs> I'm still just an awkward phase. Yeah, middle school, I'm really grateful for middle school because I think almost middle school, like, it did kind of set me up to walk into high school a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you go from having what, like, what well, is it, like 30 full, kids? Yeah. No, it's more than that. 60 kids in your grade to, like, 500 mm-hmm. in a year. Like, that's insane. And then you walk into a 2,000-person school because we go to West. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, I think that the, just the environment of, like, walking down the hall and seeing, like, a million people is can be kind of stressful. Can be stressful, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I was going to say something. Uh, middle school has felt way faster than any uh, uh grade school that's true yeah because yes. like, in grade school you're just sitting in class you're there all the time uh, all the time until recess lunch I or recess. the second recess, I want recess. Nap time. but recess with um so important yes it was a vi- it was a vital cause obviously yes. it was the most important part it's fast mm-hmm. and um and then middle school uh you get what i think um uh, an hour each class, then you walk around for three minutes going to your next. It just feels a lot faster paced. Mm-hmm. And if you ever went to the restroom during passing period, you were screwed. You were screwed. Yeah. Oh, God, there's we had this no teacher. Time. You have to hold it in at, until the middle of class. Uh-huh. At Campbell, um, we had this teacher. She will literally, like, go to the bathroom, and if she sees anyone, like, start walking to it to passing period, she will literally yell at them. Oh, my God. She, like, she literally, like, turns her back to the wall and then does, like, a little, like, spy agent move. So you does this. And then she goes back. It is by far the funniest thing I've ever seen a teacher do. <laughs> you know, um, I... Sorry, go on. Until um, that or the time that Mr. Case almost ran out of school. Oh. Science teacher. 
Anyway, continue, Ellie. Yeah, but I remember uh, when we walked into middle school and, like, it went really fast. And, like, mm. even looking back, like, it was two years of my life, like, that fast. Yeah. But, like, high school, it's going to go fast, too. And, like, when they say, like, soak it up, like, soak it up. Because I know you haven't hit it yet. And, mm. like, you've got those four years coming up. But, like, I feel like we were freshmen yesterday. I'll I be, still The first feel few like weeks will weird. move by fast. Mm. Everything else will be completely t- turtle speed slow. It'll be annoying how slow it is. Yeah. <laughs> For the first semester of junior year is probably the slowest like experience oh, I've had because junior year oh, it kills you. Junior year because I've heard this before that this was like pre quarantine. I've heard that like junior year is supposed to be the hardest year. Yeah, it is because of like ACT and classes. Yeah, so like it's supposed to be the hardest year, which I feel like makes it go by so much slower. And, like personally, my sophomore year was the hardest, but like. I definitely see why, like, there's a struggle with junior year mm-hmm. because of, like, that's a lot of the opportunities that people take IV classes and... Yeah, you start applying for, like, scholarship, like, early mm-hmm. scholarships. Oh, God. Like, yeah. writing college... <laughs> writing college essays starts now. I need to do that. Me too. <laughs> I need <laughs> to just remember. Thanks for the note of confidence. Yeah, <laughs> all right. I need to go home and do that. No, literally. No, but what you said about sophomore year being hard, it's because we didn't have freshman year. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Because we cheated through sucked. freshman year. And I was just like, we were just thrown in the deep end and just like, oh, go on, continue, do school. Yeah, we used to like, freshman year, like they would give us like, we'd be able to use notes. <laughs> we'd be able to use notes, like like open note tests on every test. And then sophomore year, it's like, okay, you get nothing. Hope you study. <laughs> I feel like pop people, quiz. What's a pop quiz? <laughs> I feel like a lot of teachers like almost tried to go like, completely back to normal after the first year of quarantine, but, like, mm-hmm. didn't work, because, obviously, you know, people still missed out on No one knows what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows what's happening, so it's just, like, that doesn't work. You know, I remember when we walked back into school, and, like, there was, like, that rift of, like, if you wore a mask or you didn't, like, yes. and, like, even just, like, seeing people's faces. Felt weird. Crazy. So, <laughs> like, halfway through freshman year, which I actually had L. <laughs> so sorry for you. So sorry for you. <laughs> Halfway through freshman year, LSR seven because they're stupid took down the mask <laughs> mandates. Yeah. But yeah. what was good about it is I walk into my history class, which was one of my favorite classes at the time, and we all like collectively stand up and take off our masks, and for the first time we see each other's faces, and everyone was surprised that I had a beard because I guess because <laughs> I guess it's a well known thing that I have a baby face. I, most of the people in my classes still don't know what my face looks like, so I can't relate. <laughs> the opposite of the title. <laughs> Not <laughs> I was me personally, Villain no. name drop. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Um, One of my friends, he was a transfer right in the middle of the mask mandate, mm-hmm. and uh, coming into eighth grade, I first saw his face. I was so confused. I did not know who he was. Oh, God. You look different with and without the mask, because, like, Everybody kind of changed because, like, again, like we didn't see anybody yeah. like for what two years probably. I just know. Mm-hmm. And it's like you walk, you left them in eighth grade. We walked back into sophomore year, and there's some random people you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna take my mask off on the final like day of graduation senior year, oh my gosh, and people finally be like, "You have a face." You walk across the stage, <laughs> they're like, "Who is that?" Oh wait, your your uh, whole like lower half of your face like is there. It's a thing. I thought you only had eyes. Yeah, I didn't same. know you had a nose and mouth. Is the bottom half you of your face is a void. Facial dysmorphia. <laughs> Facial dysmorphia? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I hate my face. Uh, did, okay, did that yeah. come about because of COVID for you? Um, it, it it definitely intensified. I've already had issues with my body and face like since I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but definitely being alone by myself and then anytime I go out in public wearing a mask, like that definitely made me way more conscious, like cautious yeah. of the fact that people could like see me and mm-hmm. I'm perceived. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. I kind of remember like wearing a mask versus not wearing, like you do look different. Like when you'd like wear a mask at school all day, like see yourself in like the bathroom mirror, like your phone camera, mm-hmm. like, and then you take it off, like you do look different. It's kind of wild. To be fair, um, I'm also non-binary, and so gender dysphoria also probably plays a role there, where mm-hmm. uh, I don't like being feminine, and I don't like appearing feminine, but I know I do anyway. So having a more, like, neutral, neutral, not really, but still, looking face where people can't see that as much definitely helps, so mm-hmm. might play a role. So do you feel more comfortable, like, in the high school setting with the mask on, or just, like, in life in general? Just in life. I don't take my mask off anywhere else at my home. So. Gotcha. Nikis, can Hi. we can we offer you any advice for walking into high school? You know, uh, yeah, good from, luck. <laughs> from what you all have told me, your advice seems like it will give me more trouble than what uh, Lacking. <laughs> it is lacking. It is we didn't lacking. have the ideal experience. So. Charlie, no. you seem like a man with some good thoughts. Honestly. People will give you some really vague and useless advice. At the very start of the year, they will force you into a packed public um, public arts center. That's what it's called. And they will have the a auditorium. Stand up on the stage and tell you how to survive high school. Join a bunch of clubs. They That's that. not really necessary. I just, didn't have that. Just live in high school. Mm-hmm. Encounter people. Have fun. Do what you enjoy doing. Don't take anyone out. Advice is useless in high school, given how much autonomy you have. You just have to go there and experience it for yourself because no one knows you better than you know yourself. I kind of agree with Charlie. Mm -hmm. I would say more of listen to advice, but know when to make a decision for yourself. I had a senior tell me this last year. I feel like it very much like fit is high school's exactly what you make of it it could be the most miserable years of your life you could learn nothing and Mm -hmm. then you go out and you're just like okay that was awful or you can spend time with friends make more relationships have fun it's whatever you interpret as and whatever you choose to do yeah what you put in is what you're gonna get out of it for sure like last year i put in so much work in academics and guess who walked out of sophomore year with a 4.3 not you right here (laughs) Thank I walked you. out uh, with a mental breakdown. And then this year, so sorry for you, Lily. I decided to put more time into different things, like you know, pursuing more of like niche things, like journalism and like being with my friends. And now I'm feeling more fulfilled and more variety. So mm-hmm. I would say, like, when you walk into high school, make sure that you know you don't join every club, but join a bunch of different things so you can figure out what really makes you feel fulfilled. Yeah. Because high school is going to offer you so much more opportunity to learn what makes you run. It's well, like we were saying, it's kind of the first chance of proper autonomy for many people. It's kind of your opportunity to experiment and see what you want to do, what your hobbies are going to be, and what type of friends you want to make. So yeah, middle school is your awkward phase, but high school is the time to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've already made a lot, a lot of mistakes, so gonna make it better more. be. It's going to be in high school. All right, sweet. <laughs> yeah, it just imagine it, but, like, amplified, like. <sighs> oh, Another big thing is, like, 
um, join clubs, sure, but also sign up for the classes pertaining to the clubs. Like in middle school, you have one or two electives. Yeah. In high school, the majority of your classes are going to be electives. Yeah. So sign up for the ones pertaining to what you are currently interested in just to see how it goes because that's the one way you're going to find out if you actually want to do it by actually doing it. And high school's kind of formatted like college. Like, your freshman year, you do, like, take gen eds. Like, you're going to have, like, one or two electives. But, like, as a junior, like, half my schedule is electives. And next year, I'm taking, like, three core classes. And that's by choice. I don't have to take all of them. Mm -hmm. And the rest of my schedule is going to be all journalism electives because Mm -hmm. that's what I want to pursue. Like, I discovered early on because, you know, I branched out and I tried to find different things. And I discovered what really interests me. And now I'm making the most of high school by taking the classes that are going to prepare me and make me feel fulfilled in what I want to do after. I learned I'm going to make a bunch of mistakes in high school, and I'm fine with that. So we're going to wrap up this (laughs) very great episode of I Can Relate. Today we talked about a lot of different things, I think. but We talked about how great I am. Yeah, but mostly we talked about, you know, it's okay to be awkward. An idiot. And it's okay to not know what you're going to walk into. But learn how to adapt because <laughs> because that's life. You're going to get thrown random things. Life's going to get in the way and you've got to learn how to adapt. And while none of us had the romanticized, perfect, ideal, you know, walk into high school, walk into middle school, whatever it is, like, that's what And that's okay. I Can Relate is brought to you by Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares is a local nonprofit led by an advisory board of local teens focusing on helping youth development positive relationships and creating a culture of physical and mental wellness in the community. I Can Relate is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or most of your favorite podcast apps. This podcast is a production of Fredcast. Think, speak, 